Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, do I have approval at any point during this pod if I need to fart mid-conversation? Can I just grab the mic yeah. and shove it up my ass? <laughs> Yo, I think David just answered that question for us. He didn't even ask for permission. I'm sweating. All right, guys, welcome back to another podcast. We are joined today with our good friend, David McKinney, who started out as uh, just a corporate guy, <laughs> sponsor. I mean, no, he's, yeah. from, he's from 509. One of our longest running, like brand company endorsements, if and you can call, I don't ever. know why I'd call it that. I, what would you call our relationship? Started as a sponsor, but now it's just like yeah, it's more than that. So I didn't want to yeah. just like downplay. There's collabs, it. there's trips, there's videos. I don't know. Yeah, brand um, relations maybe. Joined by his sidekick, Evan Dirty Ev. Hey pal, Dirty Ev. Just like back in preschool. Right, right. So for those of you that don't know, they went to school together from preschool until senior year. Yeah, David's actually the reason that we know Evan today. But anyway, we just ripped an hour and a half long podcast on 509's YouTube channel and Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts. So feeling your passion after you listen to this one, if you want to listen to more of us, go and check that out. Anyway, welcome. Thanks, pal. <laughs> I feel like we just did this. I can't Dude. wait to see where this one leads. We talked about a lot of snowmobiles on the 509. What? For crying out loud, I'll do it myself. <laughs> So as uh, someone who wasn't in on this joke, no idea what just went on. Like, Ben, I'm not going to lie. I thought you went over to go, like, help Evan with something and then almost, like, fell into the wall and knocked over the sign because you definitely almost knocked over the sign. Uh, I'll I'll just be honest. I went in to take the legs out of Evan's chair. That's why we put him on a plastic chair. And they didn't want to break. So Ryan, is your foot okay, Ryan? Yeah, no, it's my ankle. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I thought it was your shin, thank God. <laughs> I'll just do it myself. 
I definitely did not see that coming. Yeah, I was suspicious the second I walked in here and saw a white chair. <laughs> I trusted the process. I mean... Dude, people listening to this podcast right now are so confused if they're not watching this on YouTube. I mean, it made sense. You said CJ needed his chair back. I'm like, that makes sense. He's got to edit. He needed a better chair than I do to film this pod. I guess I'll just sit in plastic. I love it. So trusting. Hey, so I want to ask you a question, Ev. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are also wondering this, so I figured I would just do the dirty work of asking it. Uh, Where do hamsters come from in the wild? I have no idea, but it has to be an animal out there in nature somewhere. Have you ever seen one? No. You don't think Patco just breeds them? No, they definitely breed them, but they had to come from where's somewhere. The, where's the original, the OG hamster? Is that a wild bear, like, animal? Huh? Are, I mean, even cats, I guess, are, but, like, where do hamsters come from? Dude, I've never thought about this, but... It is an extremely valid point. Like, where do they live naturally? Are they a rodent? Pardon my language, know. mom, but fuck hamsters. <laughs> like, I like pets. I like a lot of pets, but my sister had a hamster growing up and bite me every time. And she goes, that's just because you have, like, sweaty hands. <laughs> what? Salty, salty fingers. I'm mm. like, yeah, okay. So I'd wash my hands before I hold the hamster. Still bite me. Like, I'm talking pull blood. And I was like, I hate hamsters. Why would you ever want a hamster? I've never heard of a vicious hamster. Not vicious. Just I've never heard of a wild hamster either, though. That's true. Can somebody get to the bottom of this? I'm searching it here. I mean, why wouldn't you want a hamster? You could have a little cage in the corner of your bedroom, you know, full of sawdust, smells like crap. (laughs) Uh, The thing does nothing but nibble on you a little bit, run on a wheel. (laughs) I know. This is what Evan's girlfriend says about him. Jeez. (laughs) Syria. Syria. Oh, okay. That's where wow. they originate yeah. from? Would never as, as have guessed. What? Clearly wild, but like... They were not bred in... dom- domestically until 1939. So there wow. were just wild hamsters up until like... Only 90, wild hamsters. Like 80 years ago. I mean, I've never been to Syria exploring in the woods. Some of so them are in sense. Greece, Romania, Belgium, and northern China also. That's so Can weird. you just imagine seeing it? hamsters running around? Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On the woods? No, like, not what? at all. In, but are they, are become... they wooded or are they desert or like what? Definitely not desert. They, they have wheels in nature. It's got to be. <laughs> they have wheels in nature. Why it, eat them? What? Peruvian people. Oh, Peruvian people. The only thing I compare it to is like seeing a rabbit in the wild. You know? You think of bunnies as pets also. Yeah, true. And you see cottontails and it kind of just is a cute little fluffy thing bouncing around. Then coyotes eat them, and nature gets gnarly. Evan, what kind of animals did you have growing up? I could see you having, like, a lizard or a snake or some shit like that. Did you have a cat for a while? I could, too, to be honest. Just a cat. Cat was the only uh, pet we had, short of, like, catching a frog or a snake or something and keeping it in a cage outside of the house. (laughs) I mean, if that counts as a pet, but you, like, catch a turtle and have it for, like, a week, and then you let it go. A painter or a snapper? Oh, yeah, painted turtles. No snappers. No snappers? No. But had just like one cat that we got when I was probably seven, six, seven, eight, and then had it through my entire childhood. What about you, Dave? Dog. <clears throat> one dog, Golden Doodle, because my parents were brutally allergic to dogs. It was one of those classic, like, hound your parents that you're going to get a dog and take care of it, and then you do nothing. And then don't. Yeah, it's just no, a family then, dog. Yeah, my mom was, it was my mom's dog, but it was my dog, you know? And I didn't do a damn thing ever. You didn't even put up a, a like a an effort. No, I did. I'll never forget when we picked her up. We're bringing her back, and she had not my mom, the dog. <laughs> Just because. Okay, I figured that's what you're. I did about. too. <laughs> had like liquid diarrhea in the backseat of the car. <laughs> first, first ride home. Hold on, first wait, ride wait, home. Are we talking that's about top. your mom or the dog? The dog. No, the dog. Yeah. The I dog. hate when that happens. <laughs> so like that's my first impression. All excited to get a dog, and then I'm wiping up liquid shit everywhere so i'm instantly turned off from taking care of this animal but 
I mean, it was a great dog, 11 years old, you know. Good. R.I.P. Lacey. Oh, not around. I was just going to ask. Still mm-hmm. there? Mm-mm. You, in the winter, travel more than I would have ever thought you even traveled. Like, I guess looking at your position at 509, you're on the road. November, as early as you, as early as it snows, you're on the road, and as late as it snows, you're yeah. on the road. It's as like far as that goes. 60 to 70 days on snow every winter. It's almost as much as us. In the last five years. Six to seven for us. It's so rad being able to drive 45 minutes now and ride like really good terrain and good snow rather than 16 hours. But you guys are the warriors like that keep the industry alive. You guys are spending the money on fuel, everything, lodging, all that, driving 16, 17 hours just to ride for four days. I don't miss it, but without those types of people, like this industry wouldn't be what it is. Yeah, that's the, that's the Midwestern way. Yeah, I yeah, think, everyone. I think mountain riding is becoming more and more popular too. For sure, you know, more just I guess used to uh, doing that trek, yeah, get, and getting like another snowmobile uh, that you can ride out there. It, it is a big commitment, but I think the sport's growing more the, and more. It seems like the bummer is the barrier of entry. Well, to a point, to a point. Like last year, we did a video cheap versus expensive, right? We definitely didn't get as far, but I'd say we had equally as much fun. I would never go out there. Like, this is just me personally. Like, I would never go out there with those three old sleds that we had. I would never, like, plan a trip (laughs) to go out there with those. So, like, that is a a part. Yeah, You you make a good point. Like, still, like, there's a lot of people that I'm stoked to hear that are making the trip. And they make it seem like nothing because they love it so much. Like... Guys from Wisconsin, that's far enough, like uh, Michigan especially. But, yeah, you know, it's 23 hours to West Yellowstone. Yeah. We're like, geez. And we do, it takes us 12. But yeah. the reality is to do it right, it's a 100 grand minimum to get into it. The diesel truck, trailer, or sled deck, plus a sled. If you want to do it, you know, with newer stuff, that you don't have to worry about maintenance as much. It's a 100 grand to get into the sport. Yes, but there is ways around it. For sure, but like you know, the diehards, it's a hundred grand to get into it. Yeah, but you could have a friend that's going and, hey, can I come with? And Yeah, yeah and maybe you have a dirt bike. So, like, for the first couple of years, uh, me and Mike would just put a snow bike kit on our dirt bikes because we couldn't afford mountain sleds. So it was, like, the way to, you know, kind of, like, dip our feet into the into the mountain riding yeah. experience without having to spend 15 grand and you know, point. we'd be in like three grand yeah. instead. We didn't do that first, but that's like when we really started experiencing it. Maybe this has been said, but do snowmobilers look at snow bikes like dirt bikers look at quad guys? Oh, 100%. Really? Yeah. Gosh. Really? I don't know. It's mixed. It's super awesome sport for guys that come from a moto background. Like, they pick it up instantly. It's a way for them to get into the backcountry without having the massive learning curve of a sled. And then, honestly, for, like, the guys that are phasing out of sleds, the older crew, they can still get out longer in their lifetime and efficiently get across the backcountry. And it's just not my cup of tea. David's like, but that's absolutely it. (laughs) (laughs) That is the end of it. Did I mention they were lame? It sounds so old school, but there's like no replacement for displacement. It's the same concept. I mean, to even dumb that down more, like there's no replacement for a snowmobile. Yeah. The power is hard to beat. And it's nothing the same at all. No. But we have a good time. Snow bikes are fun. I just love 220 horsepower. That's all it comes down to. 220? That's what you're running? Those turbos, yeah, about that. Dude, we had these uh, two uh, brothers out from Brainerd. They uh, came out, ride trick jet skis, 215 horse for a jet ski. Is that what those things are pumping out? Yeah. yeah. What kind of motor is that? They had a Polaris bottom end. That was my favorite part. It's all Frankenstein, not Frankenstein, all built. Yeah. But they take Polaris bottom ends from just a Polaris jet ski. Keep in mind, Polaris hasn't made jet skis in a long right. time. What like CC motors those things running? Uh, I think nine hundred. Naturally aspirated. Yeah, that's yeah. Insane, so like dude. so much power for a two stroke. So it was just cool to hear that because the only other time you hear about that power in a two stroke is sleds. Yeah, Man. yeah. You guys are gonna see that video this Thursday. Uh, merch drop this Thursday, seven o'clock. Check out the website cboystv.com. The video of bringing those guys out is insane. I I wasn't here for it, so I've just seen like a a couple clips of it. And it's like truly absolutely nuts what they can do and how young they are. 
right? 14, 14 and 16. 16 years old, and they're like the like two of the best. Yeah, their riding was unbelievable. And then when they take their helmets off and you realize they're just like a couple of young kids, it was like 10 times as remarkable. Like they don't even have time to have gotten that good. They just are that good. How do they get that good only riding stand-up like four, four or five months a year? So do they travel said, south or anything like in the winter months? Yeah, they have a competition in Havasu. What, they, they're October. not there like constantly training. No, like, but they but they did the say months. they'll they'll run like a tank a day out there, half hour a day, ripping flips. I guess that's why practicing, dude. It's so cool the opportunities that we have to meet these insanely talented athletes and these incredibly talented individuals, just in general. Like they just don't get like the recognition that they deserve. Maybe it's because their part or their their sport is more of like a niche sport. But it's so cool that we can, you know, bring them on, showcase them on our videos and in our platform and people just love it. And I hope that they get something out of it, you know, get all kinds of recognition from it. But I don't know. It's just really cool. The people that we get to meet and especially through David and the 509 connections. When we were younger, the people that we looked up to and we were like, I told this story about, I was literally, I saw a Sane Skinner, uh, at heydays one time, and I was literally too afraid to go up and say hi to him. And now he's like, which one of our best friends, which is crazy. But the way that we look up to all these incredibly talented athletes, and now we just get to film with them and bring them on and uh, have a good time and kind of show like the personalities behind the talent. I don't know. We've just like has way too much fun yeah. with you and all the connections that we've gotten out of that. Likewise, I always call those like pinch me moments. Like, just keep yourself level on it because Evan and I, we talked about in that pod also growing up watching all those old films. And then now he's been able to meet some of those guys. Like, you guys just wrote a Brett Turcott in March, which is, I mean, he's eight times X, sorry, eight time X Games medalist. It's insane. Like, he's and on he another like, gnarly. Like, and when we were dude. with him, he was riding like it. Yeah. Too. He made it feel like we were just chilling with him. Yeah. The day. yeah, why don't you come sledding? It's a nice spring day. Pinch me all day, dude. Yeah, but yeah. that's the takeaway. Is like They're just dudes. They're just exceptionally better than all of us at a certain thing. It's really all it boils down to. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. 
when I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. 15 years ago, I was waiting in line to get them to autograph my T-shirt. And now I'm drinking beers with them at Heydays. Right. That's and crazy. Autographing their T-shirt. Well, maybe not yet, but... <laughs> Their wives are asking for dude Evan bro signature. <laughs> uh, why Keep the moms wait, out of this. Why, why was I just going to say that? And then Ben, I <laughs> stopped myself from saying it. And then Ben said it. <laughs> Evan loves moms. I do. I love Patty. <laughs> I don't know who Hi, Patty mom. is, but all oh. Evan's mom. I'm sorry. Great lady. Just a peach. Uh, I'd like to hop in. Yeah. Yeah. So you two have been friends for a long time, right? You grew up together. Oh, yeah. It's just like an interrogation. I just want to know, mm-hmm. what was it like growing up with Evan? <laughs> Scary? Scary? Kind of. The biggest fun fact about Evan is that he grew up on a golf course and worked yeah. at a country club. <laughs> we worked at, We worked at the same golf course, even. <laughs> yeah, David worked there, too. We, uh, we worked together, also. Well, Evan, I could see. Evan could quit see way quicker Evan. than I did. Actually, Evan didn't quit. I think he got fired. No, no, no. I never got fired. I probably just didn't get put on the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. Evan was the kid like who was taking the governor off the golf carts, the maintenance carts, and was flying around, drifting on the golf course, and <laughs> always getting caught doing it, though. Or he'd be jumping the tee boxes that I like just mowed. So the thing is, like you said, got caught admitting that you were doing the same stuff. Were you just bad at hiding it, or was he just dumb about it, or what? I probably just did it more often, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't, like, check the surroundings beforehand and just full send constantly. What's the story of of you guys going on a ski trip? (laughs) You started telling it earlier, and I was like, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. We'll wait for the pod. Uh, Evan remembers it better than I do. (laughs) We were like... 13, maybe? My <laughs> first time ever on an airplane. I remember that. Which he's terrified of. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so this was like Still a ski is. trip, ski trip. Yeah, Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Okay, all right. Is this all resort from the, the Mexican restaurant? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, Evan, just take the wheel on this. <laughs> <laughs> Evan gets so scared in front of a microphone. I don't know what dude. parts you want me to talk about, I David. Just got to the conclusion. Which... Just Conclusion. Where you cleared my whole family out of the apartment well, because yeah. of the smell of your ass. Yeah, your mom got upset with me because I had flatulence. It's like, you brought me to a Mexican restaurant two hours ago. Like paint peeling smells. <laughs> what did you expect to happen? It was like the most vile thing I've ever smelled come out of a human. My mom stands up like in the living room and she's like... We got to leave. <laughs> and we just left. So it looked like she was ready to cry. Like, I don't know what we're going to do with this kid. He stinks and I can't handle it. Like, open the windows, leave, go for a walk, let that place air out. He cleared the whole condo out. Was he, hold up. Was he proud of his work? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll never forget that smell. I'm glad that you'll never forget about my farts, David. <laughs> was Wait, it what like, you- what day of the trip was it? I know, it happened a few times, actually. <laughs> I would say the Mexican night, that was midway through the trip. Okay, so you at least had a, a couple days under your belt of being a good kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up a bad kid. Yeah. They knew me before the trip. <laughs> I would say they knew what they yeah, were getting into. Say, they kind of knew what they signed up for. <laughs> you were like, the- hey. When you say that it cleared out your entire family, like, were your grandparents in there? No, it was my mom and dad. Okay. Was a Even your dad left? Oh, yeah. We I was really left. hoping really? that it was like a full-on family vacation. No. <laughs> no. Do you remember throwing the fake fruits from the fruit bowl at people in the hot tub off the balcony? I remember. I think you tried to take a bite of one. <laughs> I did. I cut my gum. Before he knew it was fake fruit and grabs it. <laughs> bleeding everywhere. Like a foam. It looks so realistic. It's like a decorative one. Evan's like, ooh, apples. That can cut you? I might have realized halfway through it was fake, but I just committed to taking a chunk out of it, and it was sharp. Comedian. 
never backs down from a good bit. He shows me the apple is just like covered in blood on the inside because there's white styrofoam. Bite taken out of it, and you're like, Evan, we're renting this. He put it back and it's like flipped it over. I feel like Evan's the kid that when he comes over, your family like makes sure the first aid kit is ready. No, we just send him home (laughs) if he got too hurt. Dude, it's like a total knock on wood thing, but. I like never really got hurt when I was younger. I don't know how like I would pile myself up, I would break everything. But as far as truly being injured, pretty rare. You're well, really that's good. good at falling. Yeah, like you a are. cat. Yeah, I think he Jeez. was just more daring, right? Like I was always into it, but I kind of was reserved and like, eh, yeah, yeah, pussy. Yeah, might, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I might get hurt. I know the type. <laughs> yeah. you, you and I get it. <laughs> I'm yeah. the type. Yeah, and Evan just. Go for it constantly, but he was doing that with everything from scooters to skateboards to BMX bikes and <laughs> scooters. Yeah, we were pretty good at scooters actually. I cannot <laughs> before see. scooters were cool. Yeah, yeah. Like have Razor you noticed scooters? that? You yeah, go to a skate park now is more scooter kids than skateboarders. Dude, we had to build our own scooters out of like uh, razor, like the folding ones, and like rig it so they didn't fold. And some of them still had suspension on the front. Like not even close to what kids think scooters are now. What we were doing stuff on. Yeah, back in our day. (laughs) I feel like the guys, like, 70 years ago when they put a two-by-four with roller skate wheels (laughs) for a skateboard, that was us with scooters 10 years ago. Inventing the sport. God damn it. I can't stop thinking about Evan clearing your family up. Thanks, David's parents, for the trip. They ate. They can't stop thinking about it I can't help but remember, I think that was the only trip you went on. (laughs) Dude, do you remember the very first day we get to the top of the mountain, to the very top, the Christmas tree bowl? We have to, like, hike above the chairlift. And uh, there's a nice, fresh line with a few little drops. And uh, we decided you should film it. So you went down halfway, and I catch on the very first rock my ski and just tomahawk down this chute <laughs> day one run one like immediately well at first you thought i was dead so i know you and, and you're all worked up and I, I realized i was alive and then and then we realized like because i my skis didn't have the brakes on them because i had broken them gone. So one ski is just gone like we can't find it it's just literally not there and we've accepted the fact my ski's gone so i got two poles one ski and i'm just kind of sliding down this chute and I'm like, can I at least see the video? David gives me that like deer in headlights look. He's like, oh, I was so scared you got hurt. I, I didn't save it. Like back when phones, you actually had to hit save on the video. So we didn't even have the video of it. It's messed up that you turned into a film. The irony, right? Yeah. 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 I still have that problem, actually. Like when a bad crash is happening of, I, get, I mean, I just get worried if everybody's okay, which is not a bad thing to worry about. But I have this tendency of while worrying, Moving the camera away to like get a better look to make sure, and I've I've screwed that up a lot. I'm like gnarly crashes the start of it, and then it cuts because I like start filming the ground. Yeah, to put it this way, sure everybody's if, okay. If I ever happen to be in a gnarly wreck with all the gnarly snowmobiling I do, I would prefer there to be a video of me okay. in a gnarly wreck. I'm trying to work past it as much as it's a weird thing to work past, but mm-hmm. you'll do it. And a quick caring about people so much, I think mm-hmm. yeah. definitely. I tell you what, though, you make that mistake once around here. Ooh, yeah, I'll never get to hold the camera. Chop and block, huh? What the? That's fuck the is, money shot doing? for us. Yeah, yeah. Ev, I distinctly remember one time. I think uh, I got bored and I scrolled to your Facebook. First of all, your Facebook's a wild place. I'm gonna delete it, honestly. <laughs> but there's a picture of you rolling around. I believe in a Ranger. Single cab, Ranger, and you have your snowmobile. Not how a normal person would put a snowmobile in, where the, the tail end is hanging out the back, but you had the front up on the cab of the Ranger, I believe. How did we get that in there? Uh, I think there was probably four of us. We had to lift it up, but it was a regular cab, like short box Ranger, plus it had a toolbox in it. Mm. So, like, they're literally, even with the tailgate down, the sled wouldn't sit in there, so we just kept pulling it forwards. Until it balanced, rolled Until the windows on top of the cab. Yeah, rolled the windows down, ran like a strap, like through the ski loops, maybe the spindles. She was fine. I just remember his carbide marks on his roof. <laughs> the first time he did it, he put like towels down. Mm-hmm. No, I did it backwards. Remember, we had to haul two sleds that day. 
Oh, you had the and track we put the rev the... in forward. Yeah. yeah, we flipped them. Yeah, one had the track with studs on the roof, and that put stud holes in my roof. So, so we like, put that's the Arctic... not a good idea. But somebody out there has a whatever year Ford Ranger with carbide marks on the roof <laughs> and a Nitro Circus sticker on the side. <laughs> Evan was just a grimy kid. I wish I could meet younger Ev. Yeah, I wish you guys could too. I should dig up some photos that you can little slideshow. No, we, can put no, we shouldn't. Not. Do you remember when fail was a thing? Were you guys old enough when people were just adding the text of fail? He wasn't, but I was, yeah. So, like, pre-memes, right? You just get, there was, like, a fail app, and you'd download it, and you <laughs> type the word fail and put it on a photo that was a, a fail. There's was nothing right, more to it. That was, like, it. the same time as planking, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. No. Or maybe. I have this photo. <laughs> Are we aging ourselves? <laughs> by, <laughs> by memes? Yeah, by memes. I have this photo of Evan wearing this Walmart, like, full-face mongoose helmet. Remember this thing? Yours. Yeah. Your full-face mongoose helmet. (laughs) You you acted like I just got this from Walmart. It was yours in your garage. Okay. Continue. And it's, like, three sizes too small. And he put it on and pulled the chin bar down. And so his whole face is, like, sticking on the helmet like this. Just for this photo. And he could not get it off. Do you remember that? Full panic Dude, it attack. like hurts. Like my cheekbones got above something rigid in the helmet. You do have to find cheeks, yeah. It was like actually stuck. Like sliding a ring on where it's a little tough, but it goes on, and it's not coming off. Did you I call we, the fire department? For dude, I thought we were going to have to cut my head off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so good with the distinct, bold fail. Okay, so now I'll ask you the reverse. Evan, what was David like in high school? Little shit. <laughs> no, ah, oh, man, he was—he uh, wore tall tees and skinny jeans, flat brim hats with the sticker on them. If that's just a lot more of an uh, outfit analysis than I expected. I, I don't know how else to describe. Evan, David was literally how he's wearing. Well, because he's like so punk rock now, but he went through a little phase. He had a free Lil Wayne shirt. <laughs> Yes or no? F, dude, you got to get over the wardrobe, Maybe. bro. <laughs> okay. Do you, Evan, you have Evan, Evan, look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Do you remember anything about David dude. other than what he was wearing? <laughs> he was honestly, David's the exact same as he was now. I, dude, dude hasn't changed since preschool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like us hanging out now is literally the same as in like eighth grade. Like, dude, I want to go ride some scooters. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, (laughs) but it's like the same vibes. Like, I literally, I don't even know how I would describe you. Ridden snowmobiles my whole life. That's all. This is all I've done, man. I'm kind of like pretty simple. You always had nice snowmobiles. Just riding snowmobiles. I had a '99 MRZ. Did you resent him for that? I mean, yeah, when I was a kid and my stuff was broken and his was mint, like, obviously. I wouldn't let him ride it ever. No, and he wouldn't, ever. Well, maybe because. Yeah, there's a reason. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. You've always been such a destructive human, right? Yeah. Since day one. Is that just lack of care? Would you consider yourself unlucky? Um, Like, you know when you guys. Where's this coming from? You know when you guys talk about, like. Where the chart comes to like um, the, the injury versus reward or something like that, mm-hmm. I kind of look at like fun versus breaking. Okay, maybe. So Paint it's like picture. if this seems real fun, like I'm just gonna do it. If breaking something's like a side effect, then mm. run it. Yeah, but he had that same mentality when he was using somebody else's equipment. I just does. wanted hey, to see what it problem. would do. That's Dave, the problem. He still does. Yeah. Hey, I know. If Ben gave you the keys to the Lambo, you wouldn't floor it. Probably not. Would you? Of course. See, that's where we differ. <laughs> and he would. He's lying right now. No. You no. would put that no. sucker to the boards. Honestly, Ev, I could care less because it's just so entertaining for us. And if shit breaks in the process, shit breaks in the process. It's part of the game. Breaking your guys' stuff is way better than breaking my own. I'd imagine you're really good at it. I do feel bad sometimes. <laughs> you looked like you f- like felt genuinely bad and you sunk his... Mike Snowbike. It was so funny because he was so confident in that one. Yeah. He was so confident. Like, failure wasn't even an option. Like, it wasn't even a possibility. And I was like, 
it's 100% going to sink. And he was like, I guarantee it won't. I was like, okay. I just didn't see how it wouldn't work. I saw videos of guys water skipping snow bikes. It's like, I've water skipped snowmobiles. As long as you don't do something really dumb, you can't sink the snowmobile, which I have sunk. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can... <laughs> I got, I got hey, photos pop of that up too. the photo of that yeah. one, too. I got photos of that. I'm just saying, I thought that I had a real good chance at it, and then to find out there was no chance. Well, it originally started that we wanted to do it on an actual dirt bike, and that was the plan, and I think, <laughs> I don't know who vetoed it. Maybe it was me. I, I might have just been like, Dude, That's not going to happen. He's going to make it 10 feet, and then he's going to like OTB hard. Completely eject Osito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I guess the same fatality or, or <laughs> yes. fatality. poor choice of words. The same uh would have been the same end result yeah. either way. So maybe just should have done it. Hey everyone, quick break in today's podcast for a word from our sponsor, Vessi. If you guys have been following us for a while, you know that we love our Vessies. And if you're new here, you're about to find your new favorite pair of shoes. Vessies are 100% waterproof and look and feel like a normal sneaker. They're the perfect everyday shoes and forget about having to wear boots on a rainy day. Vessies are made from Dimatex, which is a dual climate knit material that keeps your feet cool in the summer and warm in colder weather. Vessies seriously don't feel like they should be waterproof. I love wearing my Vessies around the shop because they're lightweight and comfortable, but yet feel like normal shoes. And they're 100% waterproof, so if I wash my car or go outside in the rain, my feet stay warm and dry. I love wearing my Vessies around the shop because they're lightweight and comfortable and feel like normal shoes, but yet they're 100% waterproof, so if I go wash my car or go outside in the rain, my feet stay 100% dry. My favorite part about my Vessies is my feet don't get wet and cold after being in the rain or working with a pressure washer. They're truly built for all-day comfort. I wear them whether I'm in my office, riding pit bikes, or outside filming in the rain. Vessies are my go-to shoes by my door. Check them out at the link below and get your own pair of Vessies. I promise you guys, you will not regret it. Go to Vessi.com slash TV or use our code TV and get $25 off each pair of adult Vessi shoes. 25 bucks off and free shipping to the U.S., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Thanks again, Vessi. Now back to the podcast. I would have swore the success rate would have been higher for the snow bike, though. Like, I figured the dirt bike's like 10% success, snow bike's 90%. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're doing something wrong. drop a gear. What gear would you hit it in, third? I think I hit it in fourth. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, but then he went went fourth to third to second to first. To the bottom of the lake. To the bottom of the lake (laughs) with the turtles. With the fresh nipple piercing. Was that right after it? Dude, mm-hmm. it was the yeah. next day. The next Imagine day. if you got like an infection because well, of that. That was like Evan's like third week here. No, that was his first week, I think. Was it? The no, nipple you no, you're cramming that. that three weeks sounds about right. Okay, Maybe. first month. Dude. Oh, first month for sure. David, I want you to tell me about the time you T-boned me in the middle of a 40-acre field. <laughs> what? Oh, honest mistake. Oh, easy. Easy to do, actually. You know when you're a kid... Or now, I still do it. And you go over like a driveway and you see the snowbank <laughs> and you get a little bit of air. And right when you're in the air, you pin it so mm-hmm. you can shoot as much roost as you possibly can. Yeah. Okay. But then Naturally. you look back because you want to see the roost. Of course. Right. Right. So Evan and I are out in a huge field, <laughs> nothing in our way except for each other. Not a single tree, nothing, you're no, no obstruction of view, like a little tiny hill. And I go up it. I'm on my Crossfire 500, 136, big, big, long track in my eyes. Camouflage skis. Yeah, super cool. And I pop this three-foot-tall wheelie. I look back. I see my roost. I look forward. I see Evan. <laughs> <laughs> and I T-bone him so hard. T-bone? Yeah. He's going, not like a... He's going this way, and I'm going this way. Which, you know, I, now that I analyze this, you saw me coming, too. No, 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 no. So I was I was just turning to the left, and I mm. did put my arm up. But when I put my arm up that I was turning, you were looking backwards. Mm. So I would say a true T-bone would be like a 90-degree angle. I was maybe a 45-degree angle, and he deflected off of me so hard. And I'm I had, going 40. And you know those plastic um, bar hooks you'd put in? Not like where the factory bars have mm-hmm. a bar hook. It's just a little plastic nub mm-hmm. that you shove in it, and that's what... What it broke your fingers? There like, was injuries. Oh yeah, I went oh I went off the sled and I think I went like over Evan's sled, and then I ripped my throttle off and I ripped my fingernail off. That's what happened. And we mm. like wrapped my fingernail up in 
I think like you my know, bandana. bandana or something. <laughs> of course you're wearing a fucking bandana while snowmobiling. It was cool, man. Hey, um, what was Dave wearing? Slednecks. Oh, yeah, definitely. He had the Slednecks gear. I had just Carhartt. The, just <laughs> and a bandana? And he was wearing just the tightest. <laughs> the tall tee. The way those uh, that base layer fit his butt was so tight. Okay, honestly though, going back, I can't rip on David for wearing tall tees because I wore them too. Yeah, so he did. Just, mm-hmm. just throwing that out. Did there. you wear each other's later? No, no mine were honestly bigger, bigger, bigger for sure. So I slam into him. Okay, I wrap my fin- can't even feel my finger. It's like twice the size. My fingernails gone, bleeding everywhere. I ride home like we duct tape the sled together, I think, or something. We got the throttle attached somehow, and we get back, and we're like scared our parents are gonna be mad. Oh. Naturally, that yeah. is like the first child reaction. You're like, "Fuck!" My and so I think me. we made some yeah. elaborate lie up. Actually, I don't think I ever told them. Yeah, because I think my sled was good enough off that like I could just act like nothing happened, and you acted. Was it just like a yeah, a log or a stick? Clipped a branch, right? Yeah. But mm. now, ten however many years, ten fifteen years later, looking back at it, like we got that's another one of those like cheating death moments. Mm. That could have been super bad. Well, and I think a big thing for me when I started to turn around in the field, I like picked my inside leg up and put it on the seat, kind of doing, you know, to lean to turn. But that's where you deflected off of me. Like, Mm. I probably would have took your bumper to my leg and it would have probably been way worse. That would have hurt right Evan was handicapped now because of me. That would have been pretty fucked up of you. It was that close. I'm glad you don't think I'm handicapped. (laughs) (laughs) Physically. Oh. Dude, Dave. Yeah. Thank you for bringing Evan into our lives, bro. Mm -hmm. Truly is. No problem. He's such a good kid, and his ego is just getting out of hand. But other than that, he's such a good kid. (laughs) I don't even have anything to say. I can't defend myself. There's nothing I can do. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. So uh, here on the Life Wide Open podcast, we like to ask the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> no kidding. The traumatizing and, ones. No, and so we, you know, we dive deep into a lot of important subjects and stuff like that. And so yes. being... Not many opportunities would I have two young guys from Cloquet, Minnesota, to be able to sit down and ask them questions. So, David, was it was it hard growing up with Evan that his mom was so hot? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard that she was a twin. Have you guys met the twin? She has a twin? Mm-hmm. Do you guys yeah. not know that? Jesus. No. Why was She's that? Well, hold terrible. Up. Hold up. Evan dude you can't dox your aunt bro I don't care how hot she is so you guys do know about the twin okay so I I would like to talk about Evan's hot mom (laughs) and David's thoughts on it you know that's a tough one for me because I don't really I grew up with her so I don't have the, the hot mom effect like you guys might I know that's not the answer you're hoping for, but that's the reality. I've known her since I was like five, so she was kind of like a mom to me as well. Did you get to breastfeed? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the time that Peter almost pulled the Jeep over on the fucking, excuse me, uh, off-ramp into Cloquet? No, we can say fuck on this episode. Because of the the comment I made, I'm not going to repeat it, but if you remember it, you can. We're on the way home from Heydays. We're actually in your mom's vehicle. That's why I said it. 
What are you talking about? I had bought lots of things at Heydays when I was like 14. We're on the. <laughs> what do you mean? Like what? Okay. Yeah, snowmobile yeah, stuff yeah. on the way home from Heydays and we were driving. I don't even know where it came from because I think I thought it was funny at the time. But I was like 14. David's in the front seat and his dad's driving. I'm in the back and we're just talking about how much stuff we have in the car. <laughs> In the back of David's mom's vehicle's trunk. I'm like, yeah, I put my junk in your mom's trunk. And, and his dad was... I thought I'd get a chuckle. I think I almost got strangled. Wait, wait, wait. So your dad pulled over? No, he didn't pull over, but I'm saying the, it got so tense in that vehicle. Luckily, we were pulling into town. It's one of those moments where you say the comment and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to suck the words out of the air. It was already too late. How old were you? Like 14. Yeah. Was this pre or post ski trip when you hit <laughs> <laughs> your pants? Post. post. Yeah, post. That was strong number two. That was, that was, that two. That was yeah. the end. <laughs> David, don't hang out with that Evan kid. Oh, God. What was strike three? There had to be that, a strike I was just three. What, now what's the next strike? Oh, I don't even know. You would know better than me. She probably vented <laughs> to you. It was just constant. I... I don't know. We were always just constantly. <laughs> Did you get a strike back for you almost killing him with your snowmobile? We always were almost killing each other. Dude, what a strange series of events that both of your guys' lives have gone in two completely different directions. But yet somehow you ended back up at this podcast table together. Now you're sitting yeah. on a podcast with two kids that make videos for the internet, and if we brought you two back together. To drill us about our childhood. To drill you about Evan's hot mom. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you met her? Yeah. Yeah, she's I, amazing. I, more along, the, I just mostly say it because it makes Evan uncomfortable. Oh, no, that's fair. I'm just wondering if you've actually been able to. Yeah, no, and she is incredible. Been blessed of her like, presence. No, she's actually a great lady. <laughs> Can I make David uncomfortable real quick? Yeah, Please. Remember before I got the gas, we were at the Mexican restaurant. Your mom had two margaritas and spilled refried beans on her shirt. And then she's like, whoa, it's just kind of like a shelf. (laughs) Did she refer to her own? God, my mom, I'm so sorry. There were four of us there and three of us cringed so hard we almost had to leave. Dude, it's like your the dad reverse be... Uno after oh. Evan's comment at heydays about the junk. Yeah. I'm your sorry. If my mom gets like... brought into it, yours does too. I, yeah, I never said anything bad about your mom. I, <laughs> that actually, wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I have no idea where this podcast has gone. No. Yeah, we gotta find the rails and get on yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> we're very off. Damn it. I thought that was I thought this was all really good. I think we're starting to reach state of delusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us some good questions. You gotta yeah. have I've been asking you questions all fucking <laughs> that, don't, that don't involve our our moms. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anything no. else other than our moms. <laughs> it seems like every time Ryan is going, that's where it ends. I mean, I get it. I love the moms, too. <laughs> so I can't blame you guys, but fuck. <laughs> Dude, okay, so, Dave, I need I need your expertise okay. on this because I watched this and was so confused. Okay, Dave, you love punk rock. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. If you show him a picture of MGK right now, I'm going to roll out of my chair. Okay, Evan also loves punk rock. He loves MGK. (laughs) MGK is his So I know when you go to a punk rock concert, Mm -hmm. mosh pits, Mm -hmm. that's like why everyone goes. To a punk rock. Cultural experience. Exactly, okay? So what is this? Is this what happens? Oh my, not just a fight. Is this what happens? No. But just watch. This is punk rock, right? This is like hardcore. What am I witnessing? It's like a sub-genre of punk rock. It's like hardcore, which... That one's definitely a little on the violent side. There's a man on stage just kicking people. Yeah, that's not very punk rock. (laughs) So to me, that's very punk rock. You guys need to is go this, to a show sometime. No, we need to go to a show sometime. So the actual, like the rules of the mosh pit is everybody's extremely friendly 
in the most violent way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're pushing each other pretty hard. Okay, so let me put myself in the setting. Okay. MGK's on stage no. fucking singing his heart out. No. <laughs> if you push anybody to MGK concert, they're crying. Okay. For sure crying. All right. So you're in the pit, okay? You're bumping elbows. You're just- you're shoving people that normally you couldn't get away with shoving, like people three times the size of you, and they disappear into the abyss of people. Mm-hmm. But the second anybody David, like... David, I'm sorry, but I cannot see you shoving these... Oh, dude. I just went to a, a show like two nights ago in the zone, <laughs> fired up, come out like bruised elbows and all this. So are you in there wearing hockey pads? <laughs> The second somebody falls, elbows. this is the cool. The second anybody falls, like everybody surrounds and helps pick you up. It's like, nope, that was too much. Let's pick them back up. Somebody loses a shoe, like instantly somebody's like holding it in the air trying to find whose it is. Like everybody's very, very friendly. They're not throwing fists. You're just kind of elbows out and pushing from behind. And like, it's a real friendly place. You get to release a lot of good energy and like shove some people around. Have you ever been in a mosh pit? No, absolutely it's a not. Good time, man. You gotta try it. It's funny because besides David, Ryan is the only person to be in a mosh pit. We've been to some EDM concerts where Ryan lets loose. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, those aren't like mosh pits. Though. Those aren't. No, no those are peace, love, Circle happiness. Pits. That's Circle a bunch pits. of sweaty people on Molly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Circle pits are where it's at. Speaking of sweaty people on Molly, now <laughs> <laughs> we do it back there. <laughs> He's ready for bad. David, <laughs> most influential soundtrack, Tony Hawk or Dave Mira? Tony Hawk. Disagree. Pro Skater 3, probably. No. Nah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater one 2 is four. the best one. One through four. Fair. You guys okay. get to experience that part in your life? No, but I it had uh, MXZ versus ATV Unleashed. That game was the shit. Mm. Also a good soundtrack. Yep. I used to uh, like pick out a favorite song in my video games. And then I would turn off all the other songs and just listen to the same song on repeat as I played the game. So what? Do you remember what song it was? Uh, Life is a highway. I want to We've been. This is the third podcast. That's what. No. That's the song that you were listening to. It's uh, EA Sports in the game. No, it's. it's, It's in the game. No, yeah. Are you trying to do the intro right now? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, had, it's, it's in, in the, the game. game. And I, then it starts. I had to play. Yes. Yes. It's Magic Carpet Ride. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is on the cover. And that game, it's it's like NASCAR 2003. NASCAR Thunder. Yes. for GameCube. Dude. And all I had was Magic Carpet Ride by Steppenwolf. That was the only song that played. Yeah, it was sick. My dad and I used, we used sick. to do we used to do like the full fifty person races, and the first thing we'd do is turn turn around, off, turn around, and just yes. carnage. Yep, <laughs> so sick. We all did live the same childhood. Woo, I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody ever played the game if you didn't do this. But in MXZ versus ATV on Lazy, you would just drive to the border, and shoot back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was sweet. we all did that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, I had such a good time having you guys here. How long did we do this? I think we're just getting started. You're wrapping this up? Oh, cripes. I'm just getting warmed up. Have you got any questions for me and Ryan? Yeah. You got. Yeah, what are your moms like? Let's keep Ben's mom beautiful. She's a chiropractor. You say my mom's hot. I said your mom's beautiful, and you're going to be offended with what I said. (laughs) All right, let's stay professional here. Oh, (laughs) can't win with these guys. Hypocrites. (laughs) Hypocrites. David. Yeah. First time you ever pissed yourself from drinking too much. <laughs> I don't think I ever have. Liar. Okay, I never pissed myself, but I did piss on my Xbox once. <laughs> oh, I remember Wait, that. Wait, what? I just, uh, I woke up in the morning once after a night with Cousin Joe, getting into some, uh, what were they, uh, Natty Light Seltzers. I went to turn my Xbox on, you know, like a normal Saturday, you want to play a little Fortnite. And uh, it, it didn't turn on. So then I picked it up to check if the cords were plugged in and uh, liquid spilled out of it. <laughs> and then I observed the glass TV stand or entertainment, whatever it's called, full of liquid. <laughs> I smelt it. Definitely pee. <laughs> <laughs> but I did tear the Xbox apart. Do the hair dryer on it for 45 minutes. Runs like a champ. Still have it till today. 
No way. You didn't Do you get- remember the act of peeing on it? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't even remember leaving Cousin Joe's house. <laughs> Dude, I wish I had something to add to that, Ev, but I just don't, bro. Nothing to compare that to. I thought you guys would come in with maybe you peed on something once. Dude, the audience, the audience got, um, they got a new side of Evan that doesn't really come out that often. Talking? Yeah, mostly just (laughs) mostly the vocal side. Got to get me teed up before I know how to talk. You should know that by now. We have been getting you teed up all day. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> Mike, you got anything to add? Yes. Mike, back to the mosh pit. You want to tell the story of when you got, like, chloroformed? Oh, I'd love to, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess to preface it a little bit, Ryan and I really wanted to go to this EDM festival. We convinced Ryan's parents. I had to do some convincing of my own, but I remember being there in the room when they were like, you're not going. And I'm over there, like, trying to put my own in, like, it's going to be okay. It's chill. Was not chill. Was not chill. But uh, we we got to go ahead to go. Like, Ryan was 18, I was 19, and we went to the festival and had a time. We camped. It was greasy. We camped. It was fun. (laughs) A lot of of external activities going on around us, but we weren't involved in that at the time, and we just, (laughs) yeah, we really did. We just got our case of beer. and. By the way, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, also, or ever. Okay. But um, we... Jumped in first night. I don't know when it actually happened, but anyway. Just skip to, to, to the part where you get drunk. <laughs> oh, just, my God. It was like Mike. third night. Mike. Third night, I guess. I was just about to ask what night it was, but third night. Wait, maybe we should have somebody tell the story that didn't get <laughs> drunk and might remember what happened. Yeah, if you want to. You were not. Ken was there the second time I got drunk. No, the second time. No, uh, anyway, let me actually get to the point then. Ken I'll, I will. Ken is watching so anyway, an absolute dumpster fire from back there. Third night. Um, it's basic. A guy in front of you is like done smoking a joint. He goes, you guys want this? He seems chill. <laughs> Definitely not chill. I-, I need to preface this before we get into it. Definitely not chill. Seem chill. He seemed chill. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, common mistake. No. Common mistake. I make that all the time. But like, and, and so this would be where Ben is like, no, I bet the dude had a full painted face and was like a devilish looking. No, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was chill. But, uh, I mean, anyway, passes it to me. I'm like, cool. He goes, you want to finish this? After he just got done smoking it. And I go, sure. And smoke it, and that was it. I was, like, lost control of all my body, lost control of standing, my arms, basically vision. Like, I didn't know what was going on. I'm, I'm like, I don't, I didn't know what was going on. And I basically... Oh, dipped. Formaldehyde. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what I wondered, too. Like, something weird was. was happening because right before that, also, like... Open this story up however you want, but like right before that, some dude was walking around being like he had Vicks. Oh yeah, Vicks, and he was like, "Smell this, smell this," which seemed weird too. And it's not like I went like, "Oh, let me get." It was just like he walked around. It was that was weird. And so then, right after that, right, right after that, I mean, a little, (laughs) (laughs) a little, not enough to make me die. And then the dude passed this like joint back, and then I like. Basically, like, fell and Ryan caught me. So, guardian angel now I'll take over. And so now, like a yeah. blacks out. So, we are like eighth row. There's like 50,000 people behind us. It, it was, it was intense. Headliner show of the night. Micah just completely loses motor function. And I'm like pretty young at this point, kind of dipping my ankles into drinking. I was you know, I've done it a bit, but I'm just uh, dipping my ankles into formaldehyde. But I didn't quite understand the whole like not being able to control yourself under uh, whatever. Really Any, yeah, anything. I just didn't get it. So Mike just starts going, he's falling all over everybody. Everybody's like, dude, get off me. I'm like, what the fuck is Micah doing? And I'm like, okay. And basically, Micah just starts to drop to the floor. 
So I grab him and I'm like, oh fuck. And there's this blah, blah, blah going on. It was the most intense thing. And so I grab Micah and start trying to like drag him out. And nobody wants to give up their spot as you're trying to move through the crowd. And then I kind of like shifted Micah to where I was like kind of like grabbing him under and he's just like limp. In my arms, and I'm basically dragging a dead body out of the concert bowl to what people had seen. And then people started moving. The seas parted. I drag Mike up on the hill, and I'm like, are you okay? And he's kind of coming back, too. And then... uh, Yeah, it was short-lived. Maybe 10 minutes. But that's what got me was when no one... DMT trip? The worst part is... uh, this, This sounds bad, and it is bad. The worst part is... is. I don't know. We still don't know what mm-hmm. we. I don't really know. By the time I got us out of the like the the mass of people, you kind of start coming back. You're like, "What the fuck just happened?" And I was and like, I, "I don't know, dude." Yeah. So you blacked out. You don't I remember mean, it at all. No, I I do remember it. Um, as far I remember, like faint scenes of getting guided out of the crowd. And when Ryan explained that, he said, "No one wants to get out of the way, even when you want to get out." Hey, I'm, go- I'm going to piss. I'm going to get water. No one cares. They don't even want to move out of the way for you. If they know you're beelining it out, they might get out of the way. But when Ryan explained that, that I was like ghost white and he was guiding me out of the crowd, people were like dragging. And I remember that vividly. People were like, oh, fuck. This guy. Yeah. Like they got start out of the way. yelling back. Like, move, yeah, yeah. Move, and they move. got out of the way. Intense. So that was kind of weird. And then like we got out and you were like, what's going on, dude? And I'm like. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? You I don't, don't know. know, dude. And then you so were you like. you didn't see him do this? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, like, did, but, right but, but here's the thing. See him do this, do what? Like, obviously, again, it was probably from homie passing the joint back. But, like, what was it from? Because just before that, this guy was passing around Vicks, like I said. There was a lot going on. But there was a lot going on. Mike was putting that sniffer in places he (laughs) shouldn't have been. I'm sure of a little bit of, like, Googling (laughs) with the time frame that it lasted, you can maybe figure out, like, narrow it down to a few things. Well, we tried. Yo, dude, that's so criminal and so disgusting of a human to do as far as yeah. goes. you don't yeah. know somebody's medical condition whatever it could no, kill that, somebody i know i think that's the worst part was like looking back on it is like if it was predatorial predatorial at all so uh, such a disgusting thing like i mean and i was in good health i was fine um it actually happened the next year too <laughs> so that's okay. kind of made same guy. No. Saw the same no. guy there. So this is now what we're maybe... starting to have a reoccurring problem, Mike. This I is... hate to say it, bro, but it might be you. <laughs> this is what led me to believe that Micah doesn't burn. <laughs> Can you imagine it's just regular weed? <laughs> yeah, dude. So the next year, to make the next year briefer, the story briefer, um, we were there doing the same thing. And I remember being like, obviously, don't do that again. I mean, some people, other people are saying that too. Don't take anything from anyone else. Just don't, especially at a festival. Micah didn't learn. <laughs> So, like, we're there this year with Ryan myself, which we've been veterans at this point. Mm-hmm. That's probably where I got my false confidence with Justin and Ken. And we're there and not the same dude, but dude does the same thing. You guys want this? I'm done with it. Sure. I take it. Take oh, a hit. I'll do it. Hand it to Ken. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? What? Yeah, Ken. Ken takes a puff too, and then this time was different. But Ken lighter. Burns. Yeah, Ken burns. <laughs> so he he handled it. And then I remember this was on the lull of the show, so it wasn't a show going on. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was like, uh, dude, I I don't want to explain it. I I don't want to glorify any of it. All so I don't want to explain. The experience, but then after Ken saw what happened to me, he was like white faced, just, started just knowing out. what what he was watching. He's like, "Is this gonna happen to me? Seriously, is this gonna happen to me?" Then he realized it's like, happening. I'm like kind of holding Mike up. I believe at the time, yeah. Ken's freaking right, out. Like, you had oh, to. Wait, wait, I wait, need wait. one of you to freak. Wait, because out. I said this. This is the weirdest, like, kind of grossest part. I was like Ryan because I knew he was my like safe. 
safe person. Ryan, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Yeah, I said I multiple times. You're like, it's happening again. It's happening yeah. again. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I start taking care of Mike. I'm um, getting him water, all this. And then Kate goes, is it going to happen to me? Is it going to happen to me? I'm like, you need to calm down. I need to deal with the one that's dying. Yeah. And it, it never great. did happen again, but. Yeah, no, he did great. Yeah. He burns. And honestly, like, ever <laughs> since then, like, we haven't been he to. What? He built Clinton. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Oh, he Bill Clinton did. Bill Clinton. He Elon Musked it. Yeah, he Elon did. It's a, it's a right, 90s. Right, right, right. He, he, he 90s. puffed it, but he didn't inhale. It's a 90s kids thing. I get you. <laughs> I got it, yeah. So old. Yeah. yeah, so like ever since then, we have not been to a fen- uh, <sighs> festival. But that's not the reason that we haven't been to a festival. Mike, there's a reason you shouldn't go to festivals. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. <sighs> I bet. <laughs> I had a great time. You stressed me out, Mike. Yeah. Well, you t- you too, honestly. Well, uh, we've been... Uh, yeah, you gotta wrap this. We've been podcasting for about four hours tonight. I need to go look up where hamsters are from. <laughs> People checking the time of this podcast. It's only been gone for... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, you gotta go check out David's yeah, podcast. Yes, sir. What's, what's the it's name of the podcast? a lot better right now, I feel. <laughs> what? The podcast we recorded earlier today is a lot better than the one that we just yeah. did. No, yeah. it's just a lot different. That's all. As far as our flow, Sorry, Dave, maybe. you sat us down and you said you can't say fuck. No, sir, you can cut fuck awesome. as much this, as this we want on this a, podcast. This is more of just a statement. Our flow was a little better. We're definitely you a bit just delirious. wait. You just wait. Okay, <laughs> all right. We actually got to wrap this podcast up. Thank you if you made it to this point. <laughs> a lot of laughs. A lot of laughs, a lot of random stories, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Bye. (laughs) What the? The table. The table. No, the the, the table. No, the the front, right there. Oh fuck! I put it on Mike. He gave me the thump. I ran by Ken first. Oh man, peace. God. Remember about Evan breaking things? And how damn it, did I break the table? And how I never trusted Aww. it? I'll fix it. I'll get some putty in there. God damn it. I'm sorry, guys. I told Ken, I was like, break the chair at the close of the podcast? No, I was vouching for it, too. It's fine. No, that does suck. That's worse than Kevin breaking the way for it. Uh, new merch drop. This Thursday, seven o'clock. SuperboysTV.com. <laughs> We're an absolute mess. We make these videos to entertain you guys, and uh, <clears throat> Evan, entertain Mike, you shall be. You two need some serious help. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.